Welcome back to An Abundance of Thoughts with me, your host, Alexis Miles. I uh, always have to do like a few takes. I wonder what my warm up should be before I just jump on camera. I don't think anybody can just like wake up set everything up, sit down in front of the camera and be like, ready, let's go. Um, that's uh, That seems very difficult to maintain. And I'm thinking about my life in terms of how will future me feel if I make these sorts of decisions now um, in terms of, you know, what is my purpose of exploring one option or this option or I think I, I literally just saw a video about it, about like th thinking smart when it comes to making decisions. And instead of doing the thing that will get you to the place the fastest, that might mean it will cause you more exhaustion in the future. And I'm thinking about my life in terms of how can I easily digest this? Because if I can easily digest this, Maybe when I'm tired later on, I can still pick this up and know what I have to do. Um, so that, 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 that's kind of in the forefront of my mind today. But mostly what I wanted to cover in this episode was um, cycles. Um, something that I've noticed and something that I am exploring right now uh, in therapy is uh, repeated cycles and patterns uh, in specifically in my relationships, I have issues in uh, all of my relationships, honestly, friendships, um, familial relationships, um, romantic relationships. I have difficulty connecting with those around me and I've been disconnected for a very long time because of a myriad of things in my life. I have a, I have a treasure trove of trauma. It is, um, something I'm currently sorting through and where I'm at in terms of my relationships, it feels like that I'm entering in very similar cycles with people. I feel like I connect with people that I think on the surface we get along, but neither of us make an effort to get any closer and explore the dynamics of what our relationship could be and how, you know, compatible we actually are. Um, I think I always exist in this beginning phase where I am really attached to someone right away. I think of how the feeling that I get when I'm talking to them and I end up attaching myself to the idea of what the relationship could be instead of actually taking time to step back and be like, I'm enthusiastic. I, wow, excuse me. I am enthusiastic about how I feel about this person. Um, and I will allow myself time to see if we are compatible because you can't make a decision about a relationship uh, the first time or the first few times that you're spending with those people. Um, I feel like it's even harder with friendships because relationships or romantic connections are a little easier to navigate because we've been force fed like how to act in like this is what you need to do. It's a formula that I'm used to. Uh, and we're used to dating being like weird and sloppy and not all that exciting sometimes in the beginning. Um, but I get supercharged with friendships because I'm like, there's no physical thing involved with us. It's just all emotion and all compatibility and all these things that I am looking for in a relationship, but it's not happening. And why is it not happening? 
And I've come up with a couple of theories so far that I will talk to my therapist about, but I will share them with you. I think I have an insecure attachment. Um, I saw TikTok today, actually this morning as I was scrolling through my feed in my bed, and it was like, do I actually like the person or do I like the idea of them? And I so many times have liked the idea of a person, but not actually followed through with getting to know who that person actually was. Um, and that just led to a lot of confusion and heartbreak um, on all fronts, but a lot ma mainly friendships. I, I think my problem here is that I don't know how to have a good friendship with someone. And then it's very bold of me to assume that I could just jump into a romantic relationship right now when I don't even have good friendships in my life to begin with. And that needs to be the foundation of everything, you know, that platonic, I respect you, there isn't an emotion, there's an emotional connection and we hold space for each other, etc. Like it's easy, you think about that, when you think about that friendship, you can really just apply it everywhere. And then, you know, a romantic relationship, it's just another layer of physical intimacy. Um, it's usually saved for that type of relationship. So when I look at that attachment that I have, the insecure attachment, I'm like, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, an anxious <laughs> and insecure attachment. I'm a very anxious person. Socially, I'm very anxious. I don't like hanging out in big groups sometimes. I get really quiet and I kind of hang out in the background. Um, and it's really funny because I find myself to be very charismatic in group dynamics sometimes. Sometimes I do get energized when I feel right in a space. I've been doing that more in the past like year or so where I've just allowed myself to take up space. Whereas before I would really just float around and just, you know, I don't know, people just thought I was mysterious or cold or bitchy when, <laughs> when I think about myself in like group dynamics, I'm just kind of like, all right, whatever, I'm here, I'm going to hang out, I'm here to chill, like, whatever, and then it was, like, a weird thing, like, when I was energized, because, you know, people are like, that's not who you really are, and I'm like, actually, deep down, I, I have a lot of energy that I want to share with people, but I don't get the opportunity to, because I don't allow myself to take up space when I'm in social situations and social dynamics, um, but I'm working on that, especially, you know, when I play live shows, live shows are really, really good for me, because it's, like, they came to see you play. Um, and what was beautiful about like the work that I was doing last year is I worked and did shows for an organization called So Far Sounds, which basically they curate like secret house shows all around the world. And like you sign up for tickets and they give you the location in whatever city that you're in. You show up to the address uh, and then you get to see three artists that you don't know who you don't know who's going to be on the roster. And I got to be like in a myriad of places and got to connect with a lot of people for the first time and they're getting to know me and my stage persona. So I was able to form that person and I'm just letting them do what they want now, especially when I'm on camera. I'm getting used to being on camera. I'm getting used to doing longer form uh, dialogues like this podcast. I think the more I do it, the better I'm going to get. And then I also feel really good about my setup today. I was saying to myself before I started, oh, 
Um, I know that my camera will automatically shut off after 30 minutes. So I have 30 minutes to just talk about whatever I need to. And if it's under, great. If it's just at 30, awesome. But I, I'm aware now. I'm, I'm figuring out what feels right for me. And I think the more that I do this, the more these cycles that are in front of me are going to just... I'm going to either be able to recognize them quicker and detach myself from whatever is the comfortable mindset to be, especially when it's, if we're going to use the example of like the insecure attachment. Um, If I come into a situation with someone and I'm really like feeling it and I'm really excited, I'm going to allow myself to feel excited. But what's important is that I remind myself that this is the beginning and we have all the time in the world to get to know this person and to see if we're a good fit. But now I, right now I feel enthusiastic. I feel positive. So let's move with this feeling. Um, instead of rushing to make a decision very quickly, I think that is, um, unhealthy and not fair to myself or the other person that I would be in this situation with. I think that it's good to naturally take things a day at a time and sometimes you'll have a lot of time to spend together and then sometimes you won't spend a lot of time together at all. But I think if both people are like, I like spending time with you, then it just happens and it doesn't feel unnatural or like you have to force yourself. Uh, And then if you don't feel like you want to be in a space with someone, if you are comfortable enough with that person, you can just say, hey, I'm just not having a really good day and you know, they can either still spend time with you just in a different way or, you know, they can give you space. I just, in my head, it's, it's simple, but it's, it's also not that simple, especially when it comes to like setting boundaries as you're getting to know a new person. I had to do some boundary setting last week and I cried. I cried like a little baby and that's okay because it just felt like um, I had to push through that anxiety because I was like, oh my God, I sound like such an such a bitch. I'm just like, this person's going to hate me. And they're going to tell me all of the reasons why I'm wrong for saying what I did because I was gaslit my whole life whenever it came to (laughs) expressing like, Hey, you really hurt my feelings. But then it was always like this dramatic fight. And it was always everything that I did wrong. Let's talk about, actually, you're talking about me. Let's talk about how you are this, 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 and this. And I'm like, okay, cool. And that's what I expect in conversations like that. And for this person that I set a boundary with to just say, Oh dude, I'm, I'm really sorry. Like looking back on what I said, I can see how you interpreted in that way. And that was, that was, that was not okay of me. Um, I want you to know that like you can feel whatever you have to feel, you know, I'm, I, and all of these other things that made me feel like, Oh my God, this person is actually listening to me. That is lovely. Oh, thank God. Cause I'm not, having a conversation about boundaries to um, push them out of my life. I want to continue the relationship with them. And I've, I've, I've heard that rhetoric before in many different ways. And I'm really applying that to my life. You know, those difficult and uncomfortable conversations are just for maintenance because you can't sustain yourself. If someone's doing something consistently that doesn't make you feel comfortable and you are well within your right to speak about those things and to share that, um, with them or, you know, like if you need another person to kind of help you there and to support you, if you don't feel comfortable talking with them, like there are a few different ways that you can navigate through it. As long as you are at least getting the, the 
your feelings to that person known if you want to continue this whatever relationship you have with them. So um, that was really difficult for me last week, and I still feel the after effects of uh, a couple of other things that happened that really messed with my confidence about myself. Uh, but a couple of things I have to keep in mind is that like everyone's going to have an opinion of me. Um, but I don't always have to hear that opinion. I think I, I got some, I heard some opinions about me from somebody else who mentioned like somebody said something about me or whatever. Um, and it was one of those things where I'm not particularly fond of those people. We're not really friends. Um, but they said something about me and it was relayed to me and my, and I'm in my head, I was like, I don't really need to hear this because it's not, it doesn't really matter, um, what they think of me. I think what that person was doing was trying to make me be less, um, accommodating to them. She thinks I'm very nice and I think that I'm also very nice, but whenever I, uh, don't agree with someone, I really try my best to understand like where the, where is it that they're coming from? What is something that I'm seeing? And I, I always feel that there are parts of us that are reflected in others. And with these people that I've been like not really connecting with, I see old cycles of mine and I see them in, in, in what they're doing. Cause what I, what my cycles of, uh, of behaviors and, you know, not great relationships, it's not a new concept. Um, mine's just like painted a specific shade, but we're all under the same like umbrella of color when it comes to trauma. So, you know, I see an effect or a ripple of something that I experienced with them. So I, I, I walk into those situations with empathy of like, yeah, dude, they probably went through something really shitty and this is how they're handling it. This is, this is what they know. Like they're, they're living in a capacity of like, of whatever coping mechanisms and coping mechanisms and survival tactics that they've accumulated up until this point. And while it may not be, you know, the best, you know, you kind of give them credit where credit is due, but I have the tendency to not hold myself to the same, um, standard. I have to like shut myself down pretty quickly, especially if like what they're doing is affecting me in some way, because I want to be empathetic to their experience. And, but I also have to be, I have to like, you can, you can do both. You can be empathetic to where they're coming from and still disagree and not be okay with the behavior that they're exhibiting. And that's what I need to do more of. And I think that's why that person going back to the original point of like, you know, letting me know that like these people said these things about you, so you don't have to be as nice to them. And I, I agree. I don't have to be as nice. Like I'm still going to be respectful and cordial, but it's just that the, <laughs> another TikTok thing, how you feel is not my problem. What you feel is not my problem. Um, and it really is what you feel about me is not, I have, there's, there's nothing that I'm going to do because that's like you, what you're feeling is what you're feeling and how I'm affecting you is that's a you thing. You know, I can do the thing for me and like, just always be conscious and aware of, or at least attempt to be conscious and aware of what I'm doing and act accordingly when I need to shift and when I need to adapt. Um, but if I'm doing something that's directly affecting you in a negative way and it's like it in inhibiting you 
like let me know uh if we have like a good relationship but if you're just somebody who like doesn't even want to get the give yourself the opportunity to get to know me if you're just kind of judging me without giving me any sense of like empathy you don't need to yeah i mean that if i guess keep doing that you know i'm gonna live rent free in your head for a while if you keep doing that um but again that's not my problem and that's something that i need to remind myself like not everybody is going to be able to get the full capacity of my empathy and my kindness um but i will always treat people generally of like let me just see where this person is coming from especially if I am really strong in my own conviction, convic- convictions, convic- convictions, convictions. I can't say words. If I am rooted into the earth and I'm, I know how I'm thinking and feeling and just allowing me to just experience whatever I need to experience in that moment, I can recognize in people things that they're going through. Maybe this is how therapists feel because they've been studying people and behavior and disorders and things like that so when you break it down in that way you can really like see it in other people but you know while I have that analytical side of my brain going up you know I also have to be aware of my own feelings and making sure that I'm taking care of myself and shielding myself from things that are not necessary for me to hold on to um I found myself multiple times through this process getting really worked up over like certain things said about me or getting really depressed over the fact that I don't feel supported and I just wanted to lean into that sadness. I wanted to lean into that feeling and it's not it's not helping me. You know, I I I keep saying that I need to go outside and I need to get some fresh air and do things for myself, but I'm stuck in my apartment. I'm just staying here. I don't do anything after work um, because I don't have the motivation to. I just, I really have a hard time doing things for myself that's not just being enclosed in here. And, you know, uh, both of my roommates actually have been pretty social this week and I've been not. And while I don't need to be like living at their level, I need to live at whatever level I need to be at. It made me realize that this is a pattern and this is a repeated cycle that I see happening. And I'm curious as to what it means because where I'm feeling where I'm at right now is that I really want to be alone. I think that the birthday party fiasco has me feeling generally distrusting right now. Um, And I have to take some time to be by myself and give myself what I need. Yesterday, I just slept and ate. I woke up and just decided I didn't want to do anything. And I didn't do anything, which was good. Um, I didn't have to worry about work. I didn't have to worry about anything. I could just focus fully on myself. And I think I just need generally more of those days where I'm not particularly attached to someone being a part of my day like you know today I have meetings and I have therapy so I have to talk to people and I have to be social and then tomorrow I have to go back to work and I know that I have four weeks left of it so you know I can enjoy myself as best as I can and just lean into whatever I'm doing and you know ogle my scars that I get in my last few weeks working at this job um so uh Oh, wow. I like lost that train of thought completely. 
it's okay. It happens. Um, oh, yeah. I wanted to be alone and I wanted to be by myself and give myself what I needed. I just need more days. I need more days where I can, I don't have anything planned, but I have the desire to go outside because I know that it's important to me. Um, I really love to be inside. I love to be by myself. And while I do like that and it will be very good for me when it's winter time, um, it's still fall. There's still a lot for me to do. Um, I'm maybe thinking about going on a trip somewhere. I kind of want to go upstate. It's hard because these are the things that I feel when I think about doing something for myself like that. I want to go on a trip outside of the state. And I'm like, well, you need the money to do it. You'll be able to take the time off of work for it, but you don't really have that much money right now. You don't really can, you can't really do this. You can't really do that. Do you see where my anxiety is kind of creeping into it? I don't have a driver's license. So how am I going to navigate and get around? You do know that Uber exists. You do know that trains exist and like public transit exists. Um, it's just because I don't have the convenience of being able to drive and, you know, be by myself in that capacity. Um, that makes, that inhibits me from doing anything and like taking myself out of this place or feeling like that I need to do it with another person. But, you know, I've been thinking about independence and I've been thinking about what I need in order to feel right. And I am going to invest in an electric bike. That's where I live right now in terms of sometimes I just want to get out and go on a bike ride. I love riding city bikes, as I said in a previous episode, but now I'm like, I want a legitimate electric bike because then it's mine. I don't have to worry about paying extra like money for transit regularly. Um, and then like me thinking about getting all of this bike gear and then eventually maybe getting a motorcycle license. I feel like being able to transport myself is going to make me feel 10 times better than I do right now. Um, and you know, once I get to that place where I can kind of freely get myself around in a way that I feel comfortable with, here in Brooklyn, I will um, copy paste that into other parts of my life. Uh, and I just need need more days like that. Or I need to just, I just need to get out more. <laughs> it's, it's I, I, I don't want to live a lonely life like that, especially if I eventually, once we're able to travel again, like I want to go to Europe. I want to, I want to travel by myself for a while and I need to do more things out here and around me so I can get more uh, experience just doing stuff on my own. There's a lot that I can do in between right now and when I am living the type of life that I want to be living, you know. I don't really do these types of uh, call to actions or like asking for opinions, but, you know, there are a couple of you that are out there listening and uh, I really appreciate your feedback. I like knowing that there are people out there, but... Um, what are cycles of yours that you are seeing? Because sometimes it just takes a while for us to even notice the pattern. I was not really honest about the types of people that I dated until recently. Um, and now I'm in a place where I'm like, oh, my expectations are completely different. This is what I feel comfortable with in a situation right now because I look for people with commitment issues because I have commitment issues of my own. I, I can't be in a relationship right now. I can only really handle like getting to know someone and deciding from there because I don't even know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want that in my life right now because uh, I'm very, very closed off at the moment. But what are your patterns? Please share your thoughts and feelings on those things. 
And if I will leave you with anything with this podcast is um, this is a lot of work breaking things that you've done your whole life. So if you're in a place where you're acknowledging the patterns, that's the that's a really great that you're there. I think celebrate the little victories and take everything in small doses. You cannot fix this overnight. This is not something that you can commit a weekend to and be like, it's automatically done. I could go on a trip and feel great and like give myself a little bit of time to heal, but the wound is deep. So I need to keep going back and I need to keep doing things and feed uh, a new cycle that is existing specifically to replace the old cycles that are no longer serving me. So yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult, but it's doable. It just might take a while to get there and that's okay because you're learning and doing so much things for yourself along the way that you eventually will learn to enjoy the process. Cause that's where I'm at. I'm always curious about, who I'm going to be and what I'm going to experience every day that I wake up. But I do know that I have a long way to go. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening.